Just a quick reminder, I know that we have an explicit tag on our podcast, which hopefully makes it pretty clear who our audience is. But if you are a minor or a child, aka somebody under the age of 18, not only is this not intended or appropriate for you, but um, I didn't invite you, so go somewhere else. Come back when you're 18. <laughs> Hello and welcome, compatriots, friends, ex-enemies in the midst of becoming lovers, neutral parties, and ex-gym teachers. It's time for another episode of Slammer Eggs Poetry. This episode, I wanted to look at the idea of expectations, which of course is a woo-woo kind of loose idea anyway. So yeah, it's a little bit less tightly themed than say, the fictional characters episode. But when I think about expectation, it has to do with a little bit more than just the expectations people have for you or that you have for yourself. It's about how you see the world and how you even can manifest things happening from how you expect them to happen. It's also about being surprised and fulfilling a role. With that being said, I expect you to enjoy a haiku or two. I'm not sorry. One. Perfection's too much, but I ask for competence, and I disappoint. Two. You hurt my feelings. Thought you would blame me for it. Thanks for listening. Three. Five hours of work spread out over a whole day, feels like so much more. Four. I don't give a shit. My shelter is on the line. Just give me a date. Five. You're destined for this. A curse dressed as a compliment. They lay it on me. Six. I see you older. You must be better than me failing safety net. Seven. Existential dread. Despite the spin, we're all just helpless, hopeless, lost. Eight. The world is storming. Huddled in the dark, I pray for a moment's calm. Nine. Thought they all forgot, but the blunts they hit were hot. We partied a lot. 10. You take vacations. I'm stuck sleeping on a twin. Eat the fucking rich. 11. Beginning quite rote. You took a far different path. Now among favorites. 12. Legs astride the world. Above they're looking up my skirt. Power and a price. 13. Search for mystery, diving into dark secrets. Secret sacrifice. And that was a haiku or two. Alrighty, poetry friends. So even though you have been graced with the mean-to-me presence of my sisters, I was going to call them lovely, but no, they both suck because Missy didn't let me win. And Paige is an agent of chaos, so you're both garbage, you're never coming back. And on that note, we don't have a guest this week, so it means that Nico has been given the floor to pick my brain. Hi, Nico. Hey, happy to be here. All right, Nico, uh, since we don't actually have a guest this week, you're going to be given 
some dangerous power. Oh my. What power do I have this week? You get to invade me with questions. Hey, there it is. Let's put on a shirt. Or not. Uh. Yeah, I don't think that's a shirt that would go over well. Not super well. I feel like we've talked about this before. Anyway, I'm excited. Me too. Um, All right, so this time, what we're going to do, because we're going to have to switch things up because we don't have a third body. We just have me and the third voice in my head. Me and the third voice in my head have one job. That is to answer any and all questions in haiku form. Mm. You get to just ask me questions. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, all right. All right. So I know that our like loose theme here today was like expectations. So I want to start yeah. off with a little bit of a softball. Talk about a movie that you expected to be great but was just really not. Mm. Expected to be great and just really not. Hmm. Didn't think about how much dead air you're going to have. That's what they used to call me in college, dead air. Hmm. This is actually harder than I thought it would be. Um, It's actually kind of like our old haiku off the cuff. We haven't had to do this in a minute. All right. Pride. Zombies. Girls. Swords. How on earth is it still bad? Dress is pretty, though. Mm. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I wanted so badly to like that movie. I knew it wouldn't be good, but I thought I would enjoy the camp. There wasn't even any soul in the camp. It was just like, ho, 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 zombies. Look at these zombies. Look at these outfits. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Garbage. Um, Okay. Hit me. All right, so thinking about expectations in relationships. I want you to write about a relationship that turned in a way that you were not expecting. All right, let's see. Oh, are are you ready, Addy? I am ready, yes. Uh, A relationship that went in a direction I did not expect. Yes. Cooler than me, right? At least older and wiser. Giant baby man. <laughs> I really, I, I know I'm not like rating you on these, but I just like giant baby man is such a beautiful five syllables together. I mean, if you if you would like to give me scores, I like winning even when no one is competing against me. <laughs> I play single player video games. Well, you know what, Addy? You got all the stars and then one bonus star for that one. Yes. Oh, yes. Bonus. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, write a haiku about a time where you expected to do well, but then were embarrassed. When I expected to do well and didn't. Mm. The embarrassed is a very important part. All right. Mm. Working there for years. Paid my theater drama dues. I was just a bush. Oh, man. I talked big at that audition. I, I thought I had that role in the bag. I did not have that role in the bag. Gotcha. Oh, my God. I what, was a bush. What were you, what, this is important to me. What play were you in a, a bush in? What play were you a bush in? Into the woods. Okay. Well, you know, I mean... You're part of the title character, which is the woods. 
There aren't any ensemble songs in Into the Woods. That musical is written for only the named characters oh, that are in the musical. Sh- oh, shit. Yeah, no, you're you're totally right. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that does suck. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so one more, one more, one more, one more. Oh, okay. Well, let's end on a little bit more of a happy note. What's something uh-huh. that you expected to be bad at, but turns out you were actually okay? Something I expected to be bad at, and turns out I was okay. Mm. Or good. I mean, I mean, I'm, I don't. I'm not going to leave you at mediocrity here. I have pudding arms. Very eager for the rest of this poem. <clears throat> I have pudding arms. Mm. I'm a pretty girl in pink. Throw an A plus punch. I'm really good at boxing. Well, I mean yeah. kickboxing. Do I think I'd be good at boxing? I would just have to like actually learn it. Yeah, I throw I mean, a good punch. I'm go back yeah. to that. If you throw a good punch, punch, I mean that. Uh, the, yeah, the punch seems to be a very important part of boxing. So, um, I mean, you're punch. at least partway there. Punch. Also, punch. Our next section of the podcast is finally suited to this theme because nothing can mess it up so much as having really high expectations or perfect expectations or expecting what someone else has or expecting ease or expecting anything really. So what I'm trying to say is that expectations are a very good way to fuck up angst and sex. Our first piece is called Self-Improvement for the Ruling Class. The goal is always to be better. Pull hardest at shrewd little eyes. The mind is a weapon, could be sharper, though nothing is dulling the edge. Redness of pride stains the edge, color suits a blade better. Breath drawn makes an entrance sharper, bleeding the gluttonous eyes. Adornment of stolen eyes weighs heavy on battleground's edge, only made worse by the thirst of better. Skill makes sharp need sharper. Sword forced to be sharper, child bent to be better, possible flashed in somebody's eyes. So a child must live edge to edge. This poem is called Something. Steadiness. The rock to go back to. The lie of last years. Spent up on fools, leavings for the littles. Safety. Become an industry. Gadgets and gizmos and punches dollars float between those creating and solving the problem. Somewhere. Even dreams of elsewhere, burning kindling, fires of the stupid, angry. Popularity picks. Serenity. Far more fleeting in a world, standing in hard-won glitters of loving and peace and newness. We built ourselves. This piece is called Feeding the Flame. We started as a spark, a near-empty lighter in the dark, frantically trying to start. Finally, the winds slow and our flame illuminates. The dark shifts to shadows, and we carry on, carefully carrying this light, protecting it from the sudden winds that threaten to toss us into the dark again. The fire grows to a torch, the shadows reduce even more, the murk to which we were resigned is cleared up and the cold that was home turns to newly found warmth. And we carry on, 
bolstered by our new strength. We realize that the confines of this cavern, this dark, hard place whose echoing walls are no real comfort as we push against the prison, the prison does its best to dampen our light, covering it with dust and rubble, raining down what it can to stifle and slow. But against it all, we carry on. And those cold, rocky constraints crumble down, and this guiding glow of ours joins the now shining sun, living in a world of endless light. And our last piece is called Rhetoricals. Does a cave exist only to be entered? Or is it a haven to itself before a needy eye decides to gut it for their shelter? Does a flower bloom to be cut? Or is it a marvel, a beauty, and a miracle to so many to be cut down so soon? Does a dick exist just to fuck? Is there no other point than spewing mess and pushing until it's made any mark? These questions shouldn't need to be pondered, and you shouldn't need to be labeled an instrument of pain before you consider what you are and what you do. And that was some angst and sex. Alright, ladies, gents, friends, and noble people. God, I hope some noble people are listening to this. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Is that what you call them? Noble people? Noble, I, Bourgeoisie? I mean... Guillotine fodder? The, I, I, guillotine fodder is great, but it, I, I don't think it has the same je ne sais quoi as bourgeoisie. I'm going to hit you. Hey, I'm back. You can't hit me. We're in different places. I I will drive over there. Okay. Um, oh, I really, I could have hit you for that. That was terrible. You're terrible. You should feel bad. Okay. Um, welcome to my podcast where I'm super nice to all of my guests, which is why we don't have one this week. It's actually not why. I just, we had a quick turnaround. Okay. Um, Nico. My eternal victim. Oh, God. My beloved stalwart editor. Um, let's also say reigning champ as of last time. Uncontested champ. I'll take it. Because, like, I was reigning champ and you dethroned me, and that's nice for you. So I'm here to contest this shit. We don't have a judge this week, and I want to make this uh, as fair as possible. So I'd like to us to consider this week um, a bonus, even. You know, just a, a, t- a test of wills. Okay, gotcha. Maybe an endurance test. Endurance test. Endurance nice. test. Nice. Okay. What do you got? What do you have mm-hmm. in mind? Mm-hmm. Check my scary voice. All right. So, so we're still going to fix the internet because they desperately need us. We're going to pull up our Reddit posts and we're going to use them as prompts. This time, instead of writing haikus, we are going to trade rhymes back and forth. We each get a line. The other person has to respond to it. If you repeat someone else's word they've used and you get caught, you're out. If you can't think of anything, you're out. That's all the rules I came up with. This is a new game. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm, I'm down. Okay, good. I'm glad that you like it. Um, since I'm switching things up on you and I know that change is scary, I thought I would, I would offer you the floor to have the first prompt. Okay, interesting. All right. Um, yeah, so... I guess I will go ahead. Prompt number one. Am I the asshole not giving up my room for my roommate's dad? Uh, So, my roommate's parents' house burned down, and they needed an emergency place to stay. I'm happy to let them stay as long as they need it, because holy shit, what a horrifying situation. 
I'm not sure what this sentence means. My roommate is from kind of a traditional family where elders are venerated as more important. I disagree with this philosophy, but it's his life and his family, so it's never been an issue before. Where it's an issue now is when his parents got here. My roommate gave his mother his single bed. He then turned to me and said to show his dad to where he'll be sleeping in my room. I said, what? No. Which was apparently the wrong answer because his dad deserves a bed instead of a couch as an important guest during emergency. I was yelled at by him and his parents, but I refused to budge. Reason being, it's my room. I have sleep issues, which makes even sleeping in the controlled environment I set up in my room difficult. Now he's trying to set up his dad with the hotel and told me I'd be paying for it. Um, oh, I refused this as well, and this is what probably makes me an asshole. Told him to get fucked and locked myself in my room? Uh, he's still texting me, but I'm ignoring his messages. Oh, fuck. This is happening real time, as of 16 hours ago. I feel like this is an unfair situation. Nobody wins. My roommate attempted to make this decision for me without my input, without offering any kind of compensation for being put out of my room for an indefinite period of time. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Just, just contain your responses, because I feel like we don't agree completely, I, actually. I'm, 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 um, I'm just befuddled. I got caught off guard at the end there. <laughs> right? All right, I'm going to flip a coin, and I'll let, as <clears throat> the so-called reigning champ, I'll let you call the coin toss. Okay. Hey, Google, flip a coin. Heads. It landed on tails. Ah. So that means I get to pick who goes first, and I think I'll go first. All right, all right. Hmm. Why did you bother with this post? You're setting yourself up on a platform for others to roast. If this isn't fake, you're doing the most. Um. No, 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 no. At this point, you should just fling yourself off into the coast. But really, you've done enough as a host. Um, oh god, why are so many things not rhyme with post? Oh shit. Ah, uh, god, it's over. I can't. I can't think of anything. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, round 1 goes to me. God. In the game that I invented. This is true. I I agree to the parameters. <laughs> God. You seemed a little bit more anti this guy than I felt when you were reading well, this. I was I was really for this guy's opinion for the first part, but like your roommate sounds like a nightmare, but you also did tell him to fuck off and lock yourself in your room. So I have had a lot of roommates and I would go nuclear for far less than this. I, I agree. No, I'm definitely on this this guy's side. Oh, no. I mean, like, I, in terms of the telling them to fuck off, I would tell him to fuck off. I would tell his parents to fuck off. I would tell them if they ever dared to fucking raise their voices again to me to my goddamn house, they wouldn't be in a house. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. I'm paying the rent. Fuck you. Yeah, you should pay. They should pay you. Except... For paying for the house damages first, because that sucks. Well, no, I mean, their house yeah. burned down, so they shouldn't be paying anyone for anything. But, like, uh, <clears throat> the audacity. No. 
Especially not for roommates that I don't like. Like if um, Redacted or Redacted or Redacted or Redacted brought their fucking parents in the house, I'd be like, that's nice. Um, you can't stay here. I don't give a fuck. There, there is no empathy when it comes to roommate bullshit. There can be none. Mm. Them staying in your house is the empathy. Then it's done. They need to buy a blow-up mattress and sleep on the floor. Yeah. I'm not having this discussion. Yeah. Blow-up mattresses. That's the answer to that problem. Uh, I thought I had something better there. So, you might have acted like an asshole, but you're not an asshole. Maybe. Yeah, no. If this is real, you're in the right. You just... Sorry about your life, bruh. I'll pull up mine. I like that we're going into, like... <laughs> even though the theme for this episode is expectations, it's just kind of shitty, petty, interpersonal stuff. Because of how we expect other people to act. Ooh, see how I tied that in? Ooh, that's a, that's a thesis statement right here. Yeah, so what, uh, what is your prompt? Am I the asshole for forcing my sister to change her profile picture? So, I have tripophobia, fear of holes or certain designs... I don't fucking know. Google it. <laughs> and my sis changed her profile picture on WhatsApp to this picture of a bird she took. But the problem is that the bird's body has this design that has lots of fucking holes. I was easily triggered. What? Um, so I just asked her to change it and I, and guess what she did? She just fucking told me to get some less weaker eyes. I was pretty much okay. I can just, you were so bad at writing. Take a breath. I know you're mad, but you gotta, you gotta make more sense. Um, I, was, I can just ignore the picture, but it just easily distracts my eyes. And then, then she goes on to say, like, I'm going to edit a lot of this. Then they go on to say that like, they would have been fine if their sister didn't respect other triggers, but she literally removed a picture from everywhere when her friend with OCD said that it sort of triggered them. Am I the asshole for asking her to do it? <sighs> I told you. I was like, oh, something wholesome and petty. Yeah, this you know? is this is a level of like sister to sister pettiness that I know both of us are probably familiar with. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let's get some good nostalgia in here. <laughs> um, I'll let you begin since I began last round. Okay, gotcha. Is it a fear of holes or an avian kind? It's more than a little difficult to get inside your mind. I want you to look at this situation. Take a sec. Rewind. And notice that your anger is a glaring sign. The blame on this issue is simply not quite aligned. Years of petty bullshit is super entwined. Oh, mama. Okay. Um. Frustration with your sister is... Not like this. Ah, no, I can't. God damn it. <laughs> All right, well, I had a last line in mind. Delete the app and you'll be just fine. Have we not done fine yet? No, God. we hadn't. I was, I was writing damn them it. down. I give up too easy on this. <laughs> you do. <sighs> okay. 
So that is two for me, non paranico. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. I love this game. Oh, this it's fine and fun. I really thought I had you with the aligned one. I know. I thought you might have for a moment. Yeah. I got a little sweaty on the last yeah, one. Yeah, I'm actually legitimately sweating. God. All right, Nico. Well, I hope you enjoyed your one week of being a rainy oh, Hold champ. on, hold on, hold on. I will point you back to something you said earlier, that this was more of, like, a bonus week. So I think oh. that it would be, according to what you said... I think it might be a little bit too early to call the, the, the champ going back to you. I, I'll hold on to it for a little bit longer. Well, then I demand some recompense. Babe, that just doesn't make any sense. I... I hate that I'm riding so high off of a victory and so low off of Nico being a little bastard man. I'm torn. I expected to win that and to take back my crown. I expected him to just go, oh, yes, great. Yes, no more poetry pressure, but here he is taking my crown back and I'll just have to live with that. I'm going to have to do some work on man versus self. Our first piece is called Drops Bucket. Yuppie dream, comeback queen, always down to win one. Tired girl, angry world, she forgot to have fun. Slower now, learning how softness can be strongness. Older one, smile like sun, nothing left to confess. This piece is called Business Grace. Thought I was fired, turned in too many tardies, but greeted with care. You seemed concerned with my stress. Kindness I didn't deserve. This piece is called Bright and Blue. I expected longer. Years and headaches and fun. Thundering past in a tiny package. Arrogant, thinking like that. Inflicting my rules on a princess. As if there's a law past her say. She played as she liked and left a bright day, making an impact at that. Yell louder for her, move quicker and bolder. Trust yourself to be loved, no matter how brightly you call. This piece is pattern recognition. Of course you did. Once again, you blacked your evening out while I'm stuck in the blinding, blundering light of your unsteady presence only here to take care of you, who threw caution to the wind far earlier. Of course you're sorry. You said you were at the time before, and before, so why not play that song now? The performed shame, shaky voice, part of this same old routine, a tired hit played at every stop on a long, protracted redemption tour. Of course it will happen again. My concern and compromises and, yes, my condescension only matter in the morning after. And as I see you start the pattern, I hope this time you'll become aware how tired I am asking you to care. This piece is untitled. City Arrival. Finally, a place to grow. Not upward, though, no. Like the mold around your vents, you were trapped growing inward. 
this poem is nice enough. Don't want to toe the line. Don't want to cut deep. But the knife gets sharper the longer you grind it. And each time, it brushes the rope. Making someone care negates the point of caring. But damn, requests on quick wind fan flames quickly. Put out a fire before it starts. You know how. Listen to the wind when it whistles. Don't wait for it to howl. Blunt the edge with a purpose before it turns on you. And that was some man versus self. And that, my dear ones, brings us to the end, or just about to the end, of another episode of Slam Your Ex Poetry. Thank you so much for joining us and for submitting, as always, through our Twitter at SlamYourX, our website, slamyourx.com, our email, slamyourx at gmail.com, or following us on Instagram at slamyourx. Yeah, baby, we got it on every platform. Our next episode releases on the 18th of September, and we've got a pretty cool guest lined up for that one that we will tell you more about soon. Now, Nico is doing our send-off poem today, so I'm going to bring him back on in and have him talk us through why he chose what he did. Uh, I decided today, for my final poem, I'm going to read something from Shel Silverstein. Between him and Dr. Seuss, um, they were like the first poets, technically, that I've... Uh, I ever read um and i've been reading through a light in the attic and it's just interesting to see all the things that i've kind of internalized he does a lot of things with uh repetition and a lot of consonant sounds which i really dig and it's always like silly with a little bit of darkness which i kind of love in every other part of my uh, media who um, you yeah me <laughs> Well, hey, thank you for bringing this in. I, too, am a Shell Silverstein fan. And to all of you lovely poetry fans, friends, and hopefully exes out there, I really do hope that I've got one ex just listening and hating themselves. Anyway, to any of our listeners out there, sit back, relax, stretch your arm out, and let your sweet, snuggly girlfriend the void get up close. Don't worry about the little tingles. Eventually, you'll get rid of it. She's just a little bit electric. And enjoy Nico's poem. This is It's All the Same to the Clam. You may leave the clam on the ocean's floor. It's all the same to the clam. For a hundred thousand years or more, it's all the same to the clam. You may bury him deep in mud and muck, or carry him round to bring you luck, or use him for a hockey puck. It's all the same to the clam. You may call him Jim or Frank or Nell. It's all the same to the clam. Or make an ashtray from his shell. It's all the same to the clam. You may take him riding on the train or leave him sitting in the rain. You'll never hear the clam complain. It's all the same to the clam. Yes, the world may stop or the world may spin. It's all the same to the clam. And the sky may come a-fallin' in. It's all the same to the clam. And a man may sing his endless songs of wronging rights and righting wrongs. The clam just sets and gets along. It's all the same to the clam. Hey, fellas, who do you think would win in a fight to the death? Harry Potter or Vegeta? Uh, that's definitely Vegeta. Harry Potter would be like, Expelliarmus, and Vegeta would just punch him in the solar plexus, and he'd fly into a mountain and disintegrate into a fine mist. 
Who do you think would be a worse landlord? Goddard from Jimmy Neutron or Billy from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Oh, it would definitely be Goddard. He would just keep eating all of your household appliances every time you bought them and eat all the nuts and bolts out of your carpenter box. So do you guys think that Bill Gates could make knitting as successful as the personal computer? What is this, baby hour? Of course he could. I'm Marcus Driscoll. I'm Tommy Calhoun. And I'm Tim. And together, we are the Versus Extreme Podcast. We take all your who would wins and what do you think would happen if and turn them into comedy. We upload every Tuesday and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at Versus Extreme, where you can also send us your own questions that we will answer on the show. Okay, okay. But if Wolverine, as portrayed by Hugh Jackman, were a woodchuck, how much wood could he chuck? Uh, huh? Uh, huh? Huh? I mean, come on. <laughs>